We're like cat lovers only. Click here. But I'm not even worried about a skeleton. Like a I skeleton. think you should be worried about skeletons. But the virus could, in fact, help preserve them more, longer. No, that's that's impossible. When did you become a ninja where you can just climb anything? Maybe I would try to launch a couple chairs at the tiger. <laughs> Let's say that there's a lot. Look, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm a great writer here, but look. You don't see me going up into the Himalayan mountains and trying to pretend I'm a Yeti, man. That's just not going to happen. And that's probably a wrong fact, but I think that's true. Season two, episode eight, Drive with a Dead Girl. Yeah, yeah. It's just right on the nose. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. And and, and it. I will say this, like these two episodes, eight and nine, are exciting, and I enjoyed them. Uh, But I don't know how much there is really to talk about. You know what I mean? Like a lot of it was just all in service of of this whole thing of like, you know, this whole Leland uh, arc, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, and, but, but that's, I mean, that's kind of what we were saying. Yeah. What was going to happen. And that was kind of, and that's kind of good. I liked episode nine a lot. Yeah. I, I think that was really, I mean, it's exactly what we wanted at this point, right? We wanted that kind of finding out that now Cooper knows, Cooper knows everything. He figured it out. He figured yeah. out all the problems all yeah. the little puzzles he put it all together um there was a nice well we can talk about the, the moment but i really liked that moment i mean yeah i mean it was the hell he didn't i mean he really didn't i, I don't think it was odd because it was like it wasn't like he put it all together he was just like i'm going to put every i'm going to do everything and put it in place and then something will happen right. you know what i mean and something did happen Ma- you know? magic magic he, essentially that's what he said yeah, yeah. and magic happened um, which I'm not super keen on because it's this whole idea. Well, I don't know. We can talk about it. Let's get let's get through all the small plot lines first. Okay. All the background I mean, stuff. L- I mean, we can do Ed and Nadine. They weren't even in these two. Yeah. No. I mean, Ed was, but like he was just kind yeah, of standing but, around. But they they didn't have a storyline, so yeah. they're not here. Right. Um. Well, let's go, Bobby and um. So Bobby and um. What's your face? They, Bobby they, and Shelly. Shelly. Bobby and Shelly. Not too much going on. Just Bobby, you know, figuring out that now he's going to blackmail. Like, he can figure out how to blackmail somebody now because he's got this tape of, of Ben yeah. telling Leo to be like, hey, man, we want the mill burnt down. He's got it all figured out. So, and, of course, Bobby's going to screw this up major. You know what? I, let's listen. I don't think about Bobby could screw it up, but he's. Let's remember, he's a high school kid. Yeah, he's a high school kid. Of course, he's going to screw it up, and also he's not anywhere on the same league as far as like blackmailing goes as Ben Horn. I mean, Ben oh, yeah. Horn yeah. has been doing this practically his entire life, so yeah. I, I don't think there's too much to be worried about uh, here with Ben Horn. Bobby, of course, is uh, different, and you gotta feel for Shelly at this point. I mean, she thinks that Bobby is like going to be some sort of like business executive, right? right? Well, that's what he told her. That's what he told. Her. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be in a, in management, not but, management, but like, you know, high end stuff is basically what he told her, not some kind of like salesman. She's like, oh, you're going to get a sales job because he's like, oh, I found a business, right? Yeah. She's thinking, it's... oh, sales. He's like, no, no, not sales, like more like corporate stuff or whatever he was talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I it's mean, all gonna yeah. blow up in their face. Of course yeah. it is. Shelly just can't get a win. That's the problem, man. She's, I know. She makes poor decision after poor decision. I'm not trying to victim blame, but there is a little bit of she can't seem to get out of her own way. You know what well, I mean? Well, she's she's putting her faith in people who are not honest, not trusting, um, in for their own kind of stuff. I and mean, really? Bobby always thinks that he's gonna take care of her. Yeah. Um. And he may he may have like good intentions, good intentions. Yeah. But yet he just can't do it in a way that is productive or positive. Right. 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 Yeah. He's just making poor decisions. So so that's them. So Bob, not too much happening with Bobby and Shelley. And and again, we don't know that Leo's, you know, alive still. But, you know, I don't know. There's every indication that he's going to 
come back. Yeah, that he's not going to be a, a vegetable, so to speak. Right. And then, so who else do we have? We, uh, oh, um, Norma. Norma. Norma has her mom come. Um, a new character. Two new a characters. New, <laughs> two new characters. Two right. new characters. Um, the mom comes, um, and there's clearly a uh, some tension here between Norma and mm-hmm. her mom. Yeah. Um, not only, not only is it just like a. Um, <sighs> I don't even know. There's certainly a tension between her feelings like she's never good enough for her mom. In fact, I actually thought at first like that Norma's mom would turn out to be the restaurant. She absolutely is going to be. Okay. She absolutely is. (laughs) There's no doubt in my mind that she is going to be the restaurant critic. Okay. Because I was like, I don't know if she was paying with cash. Like she didn't seem to pay for anything. She is staying at the Great Northern so I, I just was like, man, the way she's critiquing everything. Right. She just the way she's like, talking about the mm-hmm. food and the critiquing the food and yeah, yeah. talking about how this yeah. should be like this and how they're, you know, traveling and things like that. She is absolutely going to be the, the travel critic. Absolutely. Yeah. If I'm so, wrong at that, I, I, I mean. <laughs> well, look, I'm on board with that because I was I was thinking the same thing. Like right. my, my mind is right there with with you with that. Um, uh, Toad makes an appearance, which is great. It's always good to see Toad. I mean, um, I'm surprised Toad didn't get a little more angry than he did with Norma's mom, right. Vivian, just like eating yeah. right off his plate. He had absolutely every right, man. Uh, always nice to see Todd. Um, Vivian has a new, uh, not boyfriend, but husband. husband. She got remarried. This is uh, Ernie. And it, oh, his name's Ernie? His name's Ernie. I could not remember. I, I didn't write it down anywhere. Um, because, again, this I, I was interested in other things in the plot line. But here we go. We, he's he's a financial, or so we're told. He's a financial guy, you know. Right. And he's got he's talking on a cell phone, or what passes as a cell phone back in then. nineteen ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety. So he, and he's making deals, you know. He's making deals. And Norma sees through this pretty instantly when she sees the newspaper that says mm-hmm. some sort of gambling odds or whatever. I forget exactly what the. It was a thousand dollars. It was uh, th- I think plus three thousand dollars on Houston. And I was like, right. Houston. That's the Oilers at this point. But I don't think they've ever been good. I don't know if you'd ever want to bet any money on the Houston Oilers. I mean, the guy ended up in jail, uh, as we learned. I don't know how great of a gambler he is, or <laughs> you know. I mean, he's trying to get out of a hole. I think. Um, now he tells uh, this is getting ahead of things, but he he told um, uh, Hank he's done with that. He's he's trying to be. Right. He's going to he's going to uh, Gamblers Anonymous, or we assume he's going to some sort of classes. He said group uh, therapy for that and. We assume that he's on the straight and narrow. At least he tells Bobby or um, uh, Hank that. Right, and Hank knows him from prison. They were seem- seemingly good friends in, in prison. Mm-hmm. So now there's a little Small secret world. there. Small world, and Hank is going to take advantage of this. Uh, and I think there's going to be some, some more blackmail going going yeah. on. No, I agree. A lot I, of blackmail I mean, in Twin yeah. Peaks. If you don't think Hank is going to take advantage, this is like this is right up his alley. Yeah, you know? and and we know, like, listen, we know Vivian is a seems to have is wealthy right yeah she's got um, money and ed uh, ernie is coming in and um he's he's telling he's telling uh hank one thing but through his actions we're seeing that maybe he's not so uh on the straight and narrow and maybe he is well he's he's certainly deceiving vivian right and I mean, yeah and uh now he's in charge of all her finances so yeah there's certainly some uh, temptation there if he is on the straight and narrow, like he I says. I think it's interesting. I mean, Twin Peaks, the reason they're in Twin Peaks is because they're on their honeymoon. So right. Twin Peaks is a honeymoon destination, I Well, guess. you know, she's just she said she he wanted to see the I believe it's someone to see the country. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking like country, not like they're from the city. Right. right? And now they're kind of in the country and just being a, it's a kind of rural getaway kind of thing is what I'm thinking. I guess. I mean, everything I've seen of Twin Peaks so far, it's a place you do not want to be. You know what I mean? Like you've got <laughs> right, to, their pie is excellent. Their pie and their, their coffee their they have good coffee pie is and damn coffee. good. Yeah, but I mean you've got you've got the woods. It's named or Ghost damn fine. Woods. Is it damn fine coffee or it's damn, damn fine. He damn always fine, says damn, damn fine. fine, yeah. Damn fine. Um, yeah. but I mean it's like they named the the woods Ghost Woods. You know what right. I mean? Like there's apparently there's people dying all the time. I mean this is like I don't know. In any case, you've got. Um, let me see if there's anything else interesting. And again, I do like the way. I mean, if we're going to be talking about this from more than just a storyline area, 
I I really like Norma. I think she's a great actress. Like I don't know I don't know who she is. Yeah, but she's really I mean, she's good. Her arc is just like, you know, you can see how frustrated she is. Even when yeah. you know Hank comes in, he's late. He tries to sweet talk her, and she's like, "Listen, man, I, this is I can't have this, right? You're not only late, you're like 24 hours late, which we know he was with Jean Renault, right? Right, so right, right, right. We can't forget there's something happening. He was for lack of a better word, captured by Jean Renault. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. He definitely didn't have the freedom to leave, I would say. So there's you know? something going to be going on there that we need to look at uh, a little closer to, um, but I'm sure that will be revealed. You know, what's really interesting, if you, took, look, you look at all the females in this, in Twin Peaks right now, like, who is the, the person with really the most power or authority is the log lady, I think. I mean... A Catherine, though, I mean, Catherine's coming through now, as we'll we'll talk about. But aren't all these all these women seem to be just beholden to men at this point? Well, and uh, and and to be truthful, even the log lady, the log lady is just telling everybody what the log is telling. That's her. true. Yeah. But, right. I mean, so yeah. And I don't know the gender of the log, and I'm not going to presume anything. But certainly, in when we see everybody come together, who is important in solving this crime there were no female characters in that group yeah they even reached out to bobby's father who is as minimal i mean <laughs> female characters have shown up in this more than bobby's bobby's dad and he is there yeah so let's not i mean there are a lot of victims here all the victims are female the vic, there seems to be female victims around yeah yeah, well, that's, and, I'm just pointing it out because, I mean, I think yeah. that's, I mean, from a lens, if we're looking at, you know, from different lenses, it's always good to look at things from different lenses. I think if we're looking at this through that, um, you can see there's definitely a, a different in which, a different way in which men and, and women are portrayed. Certainly. Speaking Certainly. of which, uh, how about uh, Lucy and Andy? Yeah, I mean, Lucy and Andy um, and, and Lucy's see well here's the thing Lucy is a sort of a stronger woman in here yeah. she's so um you know she's contrasted uh or juxtaposed with her sister who is very much like um you know a um you know somebody who's who's listening in on things always has an opinion on something blah 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 says talks about men in a way that's kind of derogatory right. uh, mm-hmm. and they're only thinking about one thing um but Lucy here is may have is making tough decisions. Yeah, and she, yeah, she's definitely making tough decisions, and she's doing it with a certainty. You know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't she's not waffling or wavering on this at all. It's like this is what's going to happen, and this is how it's going to be done. You know, and uh, so it's just to go. I mean, we first see her uh, come back. She's she's back from visiting whoever she was visiting. I guess her sister. And her, her sister got her sister's got a baby. And so there's this issue where she's carrying the baby. And of course, Andy sees this and Andy. Yeah. Because he's Andy, he he kind of makes this assumption that it's his kid. right? It's his kid. Right. Like she had the baby already. Yes. Right. It's been like a couple of days as far as we know. Right. I mean, I, I mean, we can only assume that Andy is thinking that it is. I mean, yeah. he's I'm sure I don't know how much he is aware of uh, how long it takes for someone to be pregnant. I think I think it's best just to assume he doesn't know anything about right. this at all. Um, so, you know, I, they have a chat. They have a chat and they talk about the whole situation. And Andy lays it out that his sperms, as he says. Um, yes. And I love the little laugh that I, I feel like uh, the, the sister had laughed a bit when, when uh, Andy was talking about sperms. And then Lucy talks about sperms. Right. <laughs> the plural. Um so uh, it lays it out that he's now he wasn't, but that he had some bad. It was a bad test or something happened, and now he's good to go. He's good to move on, and he's a little shocked that Lucy's like, "Oh, you know what? It may not be yours." Right. <laughs> you know. Now here's the thing: it may be Dick's. What is Dick's last name? I don't know. Is it French? This is this is my question to you, and this is I'm listen. I may be coming out of like left field on this, and I have I actually it's easy enough to look up the character's name. I guess I'm doing it right now. I think his last name is Brennan, the same last name as Andy. I think Andy and Dick are brothers. What? Okay, so of course the first thing I put when I type in Twin Peaks, the first thing I get is that restaurant. R and R. 
No, Twin Peaks, the re- the restaurant Twin Peaks, the the girly restaurant where. Uh, oh. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I have to put Twin, Twin Peaks TV in order to get the cast. Uh, who knows if I'm going to be able to find this guy? This is why it's going to be interesting. Like this is where my mind went. I'm looking at this and I'm seeing okay, if Andy and Dick are brothers. Okay, that's interesting. What if they're twins and now they're trying to do a DNA test and how are you going to, if they're identical twins, how are you going to actually decide who the so, father is? Wait, what's the last name you're saying? You're, I think it's Brennan. Brennan? It's Tremaine. Brennan? Okay. So Tremaine. It's, it's, it's definitely a different person. Oh, different last name. So if I was writing this, that's how I would have written it. But, but how? Andy doesn't know his twin brother? He, he doesn't does. know he, they are they are twins and they they are so opposite of each other that they kind of don't even acknowledge each other and you know that that they are there. You know, but why they're would, identical. Why, yeah, I I would I would this is how I would set it up. I would okay. set up they're identical twins. <laughs> okay. Like first of all, you have two people who are not identical twins who look exactly alike, right? Yeah. So but, why can't you have two identical twins just because? Look, listen. This is an identical twin talking to another identical twin. Right, right, right. We're identical yeah. twins. Yeah. I, uh, there are some people who would look at us and say, we look alike. But I think a lot of people look at us and say, you do not look that much alike. You I look think, like brothers. And I think mm-hmm. if you look carefully at these two people, the way they are, they could be brothers. And furthermore, <laughs> if they are so separate from each other, yeah, so opposites, because again, we're talking about Twin Peaks here. Right. We have mirrors, one, a yin and a yang. This is definitely a yin and a yang of each other. Man, I like it. I I would. The only the only note that I would have is I would just have the same guy play both characters. I would have him make him act, you know, actual twins. Okay, I I mean, yeah, that's that's a good note. That's that's fair. But what I'm saying is then when we get to the problem of who is the father, that becomes a bigger problem. Identical twins, technically, you could get the DNA results and say, well, your DNA not, is exactly the same. But in 1990, it's not DNA, it's blood type. Fine, blood type. Our blood type would be the same. The blood type of identical twins are the same. Yeah, but th- so could some random people. They could still have the same blood type. Right. I, I, listen, I don't know what kind of tests they do <laughs> in 1990 to determine paternity. But she said I would blood say... Test. Okay, well, okay, fine, it's a blood test. But who knows? These are people who do not know what they're talking about. That's true, that's say, fair. That's fair, that's fair. What I would say is that's where that's what would be interesting. I think that would be interesting. And I could well, have sworn that they were, the last name was the same, but that's I like what the, I, I like that's where you're saying. going with it. I think it would be interesting. I, I mean, I, look, there's going to be something interesting that happens to this. You know, right. I mean, like it may right. not I don't be have to make something thing. up for right. it to be I mean, interesting. <laughs> it is going something something wrong is going to happen. Something right. um, at, that we're not expecting is going to happen to Andy and Lucy. But that's that's basically it. She sits down. Lucy sits down both um, Dick and Andy and say, hey, look, I'm going to have the kid and I want you to have a test. So right. and that's kind of where we left it, if I remember correctly. Well, I mean, the important thing is that, one, they did have a conversation in front of somebody who was fixing the sprinklers system. And then, two. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 Two, uh, Dick um, was smoking a cigarette, which was causing smoke to go up. Right. And and then the sprinklers went off. You're absolutely right. I mean, Um, that's, you know, one of those little things that we see progress. It would be something... It would be much. It would be much worse storytelling if all of a sudden that smoke just like set off the sprinklers, right? Because then we'd be like, okay, it, it, you have to have some I, guy saying like, I'm fixing the sprinklers because they, you know, you have to get the sensitivity right here, yeah. right? And also, it's kind of comedy where he's listening in on this conversation of them talking about their sperms. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, also, I I I appreciate throughout Twin, and this may just be because you've brought it up, but like. The, like nothing is nothing is ex- unexpected right so the gum I, we're going to talk about gum early later right, right? they had like you see Leland chewing the gum way in like in I think episode eight you know like right. it sets it up for episode nine I mean like 
and, and we knew about the gum even before that, but like you kind of forget about it, right? And suddenly right. you see you see Leland eating gum, and you're like, okay, gum. And then suddenly now you then it pays off. I like right. how in this particular series, I I am seeing things pay off more than I have maybe in some other TV shows, and maybe right. because it's not I'm not paying attention to it um, as I am in Twin Peaks, but I like the fact that things aren't just suddenly like oh. You know, he's saying he likes this flavor gum. It's like, oh yeah, that's right, he does. Like, no, you see it. You see it throughout the whole process. Right. So that's nice. Um. So then let's go into. Yeah, because I mean, you got Ben, I mean, ben go Leland. Next? Everybody's all together, man. That's all. Uh, well, you got the Scooby Gang. You know. Well, let's yeah. Let's. I mean, we can dive into the Scooby Gang. I mean, well, the we Scooby, really say it's Scooby is, Gang anymore. No, right? it's I mean, missing a member. Um, but, but we first see the Scooby gang. Well, well, okay, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say they, they come over to say goodbye to Maddie. Maddie's left already, right? Leland says, Hey, sorry, you just missed her, missed him. He's got all those golf guy, he's got the golf balls. The Scooby, I mean, Donna at least is looking around at all these golf balls because Leland has been hitting golf balls. He's in a good mood, right? right? He's hitting golf balls and there's golf balls all over the living room. The uh, Donna and James come in. They see these golf balls. They're a little put off by uh, off about it, about it, but then it's like, no, oh, I think they think it's silly. They think it's funny. I think they do a little laugh. Right? Like, can you believe this guy? Yeah. What? Right? Because can you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, so again, so you know, Maddie's already left. So what do they do? I don't even know. Like, I mean, there's some reveals there, right? We see Leland again. That we put. We, here's the important thing. Leland takes his club and puts it in the bag. Oh, and right. He opens it and we see that Maddie is in there. Well, um, a hand. Yeah. Yeah. We see something. We see a body is in there. Right. And, and and he carries that thing like no problem. I wrote that down. Too. I mean, he just like slings it right over his shoulder. Yeah. This is a body I mean, of a human. Plus, golf clubs are heavy in themselves. Right. I mean, I don't know how many golf clubs he's in there. Probably just one. I mean, he might have like some strength that comes along with being inhabited by uh, Bob but yeah um, that, that, I thought kind of the same thing I you know at this point like all bets are off like he, he's got super strength yeah I mean freaking Norma ha- or uh, Nadine has super strength we're not questioning that right um, and so uh, we really don't see them until the episode nine, nine when yeah. they are in a great mood um, there's engaged. like nice soft dreamy lighting here yeah. I mean I guess they get engaged she didn't really ask her it's or a anything, promise he, ring yeah, I guess. But they, you know, he here he is. The, I love the lighting. I love the whole vibe in this scene. I couldn't even tell that it was in the R and R. Like yeah. that's like really, it looked like they were in some other place because of the lighting. Again, um, you know, it's a different director, but yeah, it's really soft lighting. They they kind of are falling back in love. I just wrote so lame. I mean, I just can't take these two. And Don and James gives Donna a promise ring, a ring that promises that someday he will give an engagement. These kids are in high school. Man. I guess. I mean, the kids are in high school. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I'm in high school kids. It's, it's, well, I mean, what, what is it like? Them? Is it like summer break right now? I mean, I, <laughs> that's a great question because we don't actually see the high school again. I, I mean, Bobby at one point said he should be in home ec. So like, right. We know why Bobby. Bobby's skipping class, right? But these two. They're getting lunch. It, I mean, I don't know. I mean, but it, I don't. Know. I don't know. Maybe it's an open campus. I, here's the thing, though. At the diner, then they go and we see Andy sitting there, and Andy yeah. is saying some French. Right? Yeah. He's trying to say. It's processing it. He's kind of like really, the way he's saying it is kind of weird. Um, yeah. Like he is trying to internalize it, or like just Memorize something strikes it. him yeah. as kind of weird about that. Um, I wrote down kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, He's saying, um, I'm not going to say it in French. It well, I'm going to say it in French, but it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's Jean, 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 Solitaire for the yeah. lack of better French. Um, yeah. and it's the same guy. And so Donna comes up and it's, Donna's like, Hey, uh, what did you say? What did you, where'd you hear that? And he's like, yeah. Oh, you know, it's, it's from the, the note that Harold left. Uh, when he killed himself, and Donald's like, Andy no, very that's... free with the information, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a criminal investigation. It's he's very free with just giving it out. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this is Andy we're talking about. And he's like, no, but that's like, it's Mrs. Tremont, 
Tremont, I think Tremont. Yeah. Um, it's just Mrs. Tremont's is her grandson. Um, but and so there's like, uh oh, I get. She finally does something right and says, "I, I got to go talk to Miss uh, to, yeah. to Cooper." Right? I almost thought she's like, "I'm gonna." James and I are gonna like do this investigation. Right. That, but finally, she comes to her senses. Maybe it's and James, that she knows. you know, James is sitting there confused or standing there mm-hmm. confused as normal but like finally she comes to her senses like you said goes yeah. to cooper about this and this was like almost a big breakthrough through the whole thing man this is like what gets him there um yeah. so here's my here's here's some thoughts that i have what because here's the big thing they go there yeah and mrs tremont is not there it's no. her daughter who opens the door and says my my mom has been dead for three years. Mm-hmm. So this is like, what are you talking about? She was just there. We saw her interact. Yeah. Right. And with this grandson. So my thinking is, what if Harold was Mrs. Tremont's grandson at the time who said that? I love that idea. I, I 100% love that idea. There's the, the only reason I'm not on board with that totally, which I would yeah. normally be totally on board is that there is there's a scene in the movie if i walk with me that has an old woman and a little kid in it yeah so um, cuz here's what I, here, my thought process is like listen there's only two people who have said jean ams but, but let me say this that one is a little boy not, yeah and that one is an older not. Guy, I love right? that idea. I'm I'm now 100 because we on know board there's we know they go back in time. She obviously goes back in time in some way because yeah. the grand the mother is dead, so she's going back in time. Why not go back in time to a place where her grandson? The grand I like this idea, Harold. but you know that grandson he does magic though, right? Um, there's yeah. nothing to lead us to believe that um, he's also Harold out of the house. Who knows mm. when that happened? It's true. When That's his true. like fear or yeah. his phobia came upon him. Yeah. Well, I like that I'm idea. I'm throwing that out there just as like I an like idea that because idea. Yeah. again, we have two people who said that, and you and then we were always thinking about like how these are these things are connected. Yeah. Why would two people say the same thing unless there was some kind of relationship between there? Yeah. No, one hundred percent. I. I'm saying she went back in time. She saw Harold as a young kid. Who said that? Okay, I'm on board. I'm just gonna go on board with it. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna say that these right, are that not like, a, like yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, here's the big thing. Um, a page she of the gets diary. a picture, and she's like, "I love how the." She's like, "I was gonna turn this in." Right, like, I, I know. Mean, that, like, I, don't worry about. It. Like, I was gonna turn it in. Right, right. Trust I love me that too. Yeah, I love that too. Yeah. So she's got the page from the diary, and Cooper says, "Hey, go ahead and read it." They read it, and. The, it's Cooper's dream. It is right, Cooper's, Cooper's dream, dream in the red room, and he's and she describes exactly what was going on. That she sees this old man, you know, and she goes over. She doesn't know. She Cooper, doesn't. Right? She doesn't know. Yeah, she doesn't know who the she old man know who Cooper is, is at yeah. this point. She's dead before right. he shows up. He walks Too over. Certainly. She walks over, and she says the secret. Right. Right. Um, but she's but Cooper still cannot remember the secret at this point. Right. Right. And she says, which I think is interesting, the one person that can stop Bob is Mike. Right, and so that I think is pretty important uh, because Bob and is that still she out has there. to, yeah, and that she the only way to get out of this situation for her was to literally kill herself. Correct, yeah, that's which is what kind of what saying. we were talking about. We've been, we've, I mean, we've yeah. mentioned that several times already. Like that's that's yeah. what she saw as her only way out of this, right? So, um, yeah, so this the you know Donna actually does something wonderful. She does what she needs yeah, to do. Helpful, at least helpful, yeah. So then Donna, and I can't remember why. Um, oh, Donna then, after that, Donna leaves Cooper, goes to Leland, uh, his house, right? Yes. And the Palmer's house. Because he she has this lame tape that they recorded, that lame song. Song, yeah. That she wants to get to Maddie. And so yeah. she gives it to Leland and is like, hey, you know, give this to Maddie or send this Maddie's way or whatever. And Leland's like, yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah, I love how um, Leland's like also like not only does it say sure no problem, it's like, you know, Maddie said it was like really special. Like right. I heard about this and it yeah. was really special stuff. He might have. Who knows? I, I don't <laughs> Who know. knows? He really I'm, but he was really putting it on. 
he's good. I like I like that actor too. Like he he they, they've given him some work and he chews up all the scenery, yeah. but it, it like works for him. Um, so, you know, you know he he then so so, I guess Donna then of course talks about this diary, right? Why she's talking about the diary? I guess just because she's she has faith. Well, she trust. doesn't I'm, listen. She doesn't know that Bob is inhabiting Leland at this yeah. point. Yeah, I mean, I, she's just saying like, listen, you're. You're the dad. You're Laura's dad. You may yeah. want to know about this. Um, there's, you know, she had a, another diary, and um, she's saying this while wearing Laura's sunglasses, which right. triggers definitely, um, or not. Maybe Bob just wants to have some fun. You know, we we don't know about Bob, but he, but he notices Bob, the sunglasses. He notices the sunglasses. You're right. Yeah, for sure. And so Leland goes and puts on some music because he's like, I know it'll cheer you up. Puts on some music, starts dancing, grabs Donna. Well, the, the, well, we gotta, we don't, don't forget about the phone ringing, right? The phone ringing at this point was kind of like, because the phone rings and she goes and says, "Hey," uh, and he goes, "Hey, who, uh, this is Maddie's, you know, Maddie's mom is on the other oh, line right. saying like Maddie right. didn't get there, right? Now this sends everybody like, oh, hmm. Well, why don't we just sit down and we'll we'll talk about this. I'll get some lemonade or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he eats some gum at that point as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And um, he goes over and starts like dancing with Donna. Yeah. To che- if- try to ch- to uh, cheer her up. Right. Right. And it's it's like at first it looks like just like regular dancing, but it does get to be a little bit like uh, it's not just swing dancing or anything. It is more of the. You know, he's got a good grip on her. You know what I mean? Right. And they're pretty close. And you get saved this. Saved by the bell. Saved by the bell. You, there's this flash of Bob. We see this flash of Bob. And you know you know it's going to go down. He starts. He grabs her a little bit tighter, kind of very aggressively. And then the doorbell rings. And who is it? But it is Harry. The sheriff. Yeah. The sheriff. And he's he says, we need, we need your help, Leland. Yep. And that's going to come in later. But that's, you know, that saves basically Donna. Yeah. At that point. Well, I'm sure of it. Yeah, I'm sure of it. And then now so, Donna is yeah now oh, yeah. Donna's sad because yeah. Maddie is missing. Um and oh no Maddie's Matt she dead. She, this time, she, she knows at this point Maddie's dead because yeah because he because says that Harry a, says Harry says another murder. Yeah, he doesn't say who, but but Donna puts two and two together. Fairly I mean, they are the Scooby Gang. She's Scooby Gang. I mean, yeah. Okay, I'll give her that. She anybody in the Scooby Gang. Maddie was probably jump to conclusions like, pretty yeah. fast. <laughs> so, so Donna, boom, she's like, she's on it. She's putting two to two together. She goes and talks to James, tells James, "Hey, man, Maddie's dead," you know. And James acts like you would think he would act, like a teenager. He gives now, up, man. He just gives up. I know. He's all. He's like, nothing we do matters. He says. Yeah. He says nothing we do matters. If we're happy, the world goes to hell. Yep. Which to me, I all honestly, about him. But isn't it also so teenager-like? You know, like, to think about if I'm happy or if I'm sad, then everybody else needs to be sad, too. Or if something bad happens, you know, out there. It's my fault. It's my fault or it's directly related to me or my life is so hard, you know, nothing good. That's where he gets on his motorcycle and drives away. And Donna's, like, Donna's totally upset at this point because she's – she was just given a promise ring by this dude, and he's essentially like, "Hey, we're broken up now." Well, Forget also, this. she's got she's got nobody else to talk to at this point. I right. mean, who who else are her friends at this point? Yeah, they're dropping like flies. Yeah, and and I was like, I mean, the the whole dialogue, I don't know if it's just bad writing or if it's just so angsty writing that it just takes me out of it. Like it just, I don't know. It's just not to me. I just I can't. I fall out of the show every time these two are on screen. Like I just cannot. Well, listen, we gotta rem- we gotta remember about this is uh, the soap opera origins of yeah. this. Okay, yeah, right? that's fair. That's fair. And I am not gonna sit here and pretend that you and I had not watched our fair share of uh, days of our lives in no, between football practice I, for four I've years. I've literally seen this. I've seen this before, right? We've already seen a person being inhabited by a demon or a devil right. or however you want to call it. Right. Like this is something that is, yeah, I recognize this instantly. Right, so let's let's keep that in mind. That why the why the writing might be a certain way at certain points. Yeah, um, right after that though is when the clouds start coming. Things start getting cloudy, right? Yes. You see some really nice shots of, and I love how like that's how you can tell 
like, you know, th- the weather is how you can tell what's going on in Twin Peaks. It was the, stop sign, stop lights. We haven't seen the traffic lights in a long time. No, we haven't. No, but the can- the Canton angles, right? The yeah. Canton angles. Mm-hmm. We started this episode. This started. This episode started very specifically. Yeah. Um, with these well, who, canted angles. Whoever directed uh, episode nine really loves those canted an- angles because they were. Yeah, but, they, but they're important. They, they are setting us. They're giving us a mood. They're setting the scene. They're giving us information about what this is supposed to feel like and what's happening here. OK, so now I'm so we've got, I think, most of this, this the plot lines covered if I if I'm thinking about this right, and the only thing is like Catherine, right? So Catherine, it's revealed to Ben that Catherine is yeah. was uh, in disguise, and Ben writes essentially the Ghostwood Estates and the mill over to Catherine, and yeah. Catherine is again like, is there going to be a double cross? Because she's like, maybe I'll tell him, but she has to do that in order for Ben to have some sort of alibi. Right, that's the whole point of it happening in the first place. Is as he Ben was with. Catherine on the night that Laura was killed. So he has an alibi and he needs her to speak up. She has no, you know, reason to speak up other than just being a decent human being, which we know that's not going to be the the deciding factor. So it's like, what else can we, can we do? Oh yeah. Sign over the, the Ghostwood estate or the Ghostwood. Yeah. Ghostwood estate is what they call it. The mill essentially. Well, the mill and the surrounding area. Yeah. Now I see, here's the interesting thing. I thought Pete had that. Pete, I thought Josie had already figured out how to get Pete to to own that land, not Catherine. No, um, I don't recall. Well, we'll see. Um, I think Catherine will do the right thing. Well, she doesn't need to. She doesn't need to. Doesn't matter. I mean, point. that's the thing. He did it, and it yeah. turns out that she didn't need to, need to. Well, you know, here's the thing with Ben, and we can talk about Ben right now. Ben's got the worst lawyer ever. He's got Jerry, Jerry as his lawyer. Yeah. And Leland, who is a, a possessed by um, a demon. So yeah. that's not <laughs> like, good either. Yeah. And, and Leland, who wants the fall to go to Ben. His lawyer right. literally wants the fall to go to his right. client. He, so. so Leland has been setting up Ben this whole entire time. Yeah. To back into, you know, we saw we saw Leland reach back and grab some of that hair. Like yeah. he's thinking two steps ahead yeah. at this yeah. point. Yeah. So... So in Ben's, any case, I mean, we at the beginning we don't know this, but at the beginning we think Ben is needs an attorney, right? I mean, he needs a lawyer. Jerry steps up. There's this interesting scene with Jerry and Ben. When I love that scene in the bunk beds. Yeah, I think it's great. To, it goes on for a lengthy period of time too. It's it's a David Lynch scene. Like David Lynch did not direct that episode. I don't think, no. but it certainly has like yeah. a feeling of David Lynch just us sitting there watching. It's a flashback of Jerry and Ben. And did you notice Ben had a cigar? Little Ben had a cigar. I didn't notice Little Ben having a cigar. That's awesome. He had a cigar. Um, It's in slow motion, and it's this girl just dancing with a a flashlight for them. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get who the girl was. Um, I didn't catch the name. I didn't catch the name either. I I don't think the name matters. They've said names before that don't seem to matter. Um, Yeah, but there's a history here of of these two partaking in pleasures uh objectifying women or, or at least watch being observers you know yes. of, so um this yeah so that i thought that was a great scene too i really liked the flashback a- aspect of it and it took its time it has the cre- the music that we come to expect you know um, which i really liked if throughout these episodes you could hear the music but the music is the same i don't know um, well, it's, it's called the same a, tune, except that they've changed it in a way, right? So, just, so a lot of it is what it's called is a light motif, and a light motif mm-hmm. is uh, German, but it's a series of uh, notes or musical phrase that um, is identified to specific characters or yeah. kind of specific m- times, right? And okay. this, the most famous is Star Wars, right? When you can hear any one of you know either a Skywalker theme or um, Vader's uh, theme and you hear that and if you notice you they play it different ways depending on yeah uh, the mood of that scene and what's really great about that is you can play a light motif of a uh, that's for a character who's not maybe in that scene mm-hmm. but by playing that scene we are reminded of that character and that character comes in 
Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I, I it happens all the time, and I and and I notice it. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. something that's like hidden. And so, yeah, I just I, you know, when I hear a certain tune, like you just know that this is going to be having to do with like love, right? Or like mm-hmm. teenage angst or whatever. You know that Lara's. I almost or the I call new it like Ari mystery tune. solving, or right? Something, you know, right? Or you know that kind of stuff happening. So it's really so again. I really noticed that in these particular episodes, I think they were really working that really well. Um, anyway, uh, I mean, let's just jump jump right in here with Cooper. Oh yeah, well yeah, because well Ben yeah, I mean Ben's that's basically that's it with Ben right? Ben has the worst you know attorney, and uh, yeah, let's go in go in with Cooper, man. So so Cooper, I mean he is. He, at this point, he's not sure about like anything right now. He's he's yeah. trying to figure this out. He's at the Great Northern. Uh, Leland is there, and he, they tell him that like, listen, we got Ben Horn. We think Ben Horn was the one. And um, he's ben, you know Leland's sad. Bill Bob's really putting on an act here, right? Yeah. He goes yeah. away. He starts laughing. Um, Cooper comes up, and he's not sure about this reaction. Um, but he's not sure about anything right now. He, he literally says, I'm not sure. And so we go through this process of um, him kind of like just being around. And um, there's this great, well, great oh, scene I, where he's like Harry um, and Pete, right? Harry and Pete uh, are in his office and they're looking at the woodpecker, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Harry, yeah. Harry S. picture is like mm-hmm. right above him like that, which is great. Um but they and and they have some feelings that that um, that Josie something's up with Josie because they right. say wait what about John I thought it was Jonathan no that was um, no that was his assistant yeah. right blah, yeah. blah. and then P- Cooper comes in and says Gerald's gone because Gerald had got away right he right was that's Mike right Mike right yeah. so Mike got away so now they're all like tr- trying to find him Leland's driving like a crazy person to the club. And they By pull the way, the way that Mike escapes is like, I mean, like it is classic. But why, like, why couldn't he just go out the do- the window in the first place? Yeah, <laughs> why did he have to call <laughs> like that? The, the deputy. I mean, maybe the deputy would have heard him if he was going. Maybe he was going to be really loud going out the window. I guess and he maybe. To knock him I don't out, know. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it he, just being like, hey, nurse, can you go get me something? And then going right. out the window since it was open already, yeah. I think probably would have worked. I don't know. Who knows what Mike is thinking? Mike, by the way, I think there's a there's a great little scene with Harry or not Harry, but Cooper and Hawk when they talk about Mike and Hawk's like, yeah, like in another time, you know, Mike would be called a shaman right. or would be like a priest, you know, right. someone who talks to the divine, you know, and uh, now he's just considered a crazy person. Right. right. So, um, yeah. So. So. Right. Mike's out there running around. He need, he feels Bob is close. That's why he's doing it. Cooper and um, uh, Harry, they're in the the uh, the Bronco, right. having a discussion about um, the public school system and if right. they <laughs> if they teach driver's ed still. Yep, which is uh, you know um, interesting because here comes Leland or Bob and just driving all over the place, right? So they go ahead and pull him over, and now. You know, Bob doesn't. Bob is like, I feel Bob is like into this. Like, he's oh, yeah. excited about this, man. He wants to see how close he can get, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's there's certainly, uh, you know, they give him a pass on this because it's like they think it's Leland, right? Right. Um, but there's a moment where Bob is getting out his golf club and and Cooper's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. see your clubs or whatever. But there's a moment there that, again, like, there's a lot of, like, saves here. Like, yeah. they're saved by things. And um, I think Leland, I mean, Leland could have taken him out right there. There's a possibility. There is. But uh, but I got the feeling, at least when I was watching the scene, I got the feeling that Cooper, and he even says something to Harry when they get back in the car. Like, hey, there's just something not right. He, he, I have a feeling that Cooper is starting to get on guard when he goes out to get his golf clubs. Cooper's like, yeah, I play a little golf, whatever. It's like, and then, but you can tell that Cooper now is a little bit. I, I saw that Cooper was a little bit more on uh, aware of things. Like he's right. thinking this is odd enough that he's taking note. 
right? He's an FBI agent. He's been doing this a long time. Sure, certainly. This is out of the ordinary, and when things get out of the ordinary, he's taking note. Right. And I think that's what he's doing. I think he's taking note of this odd behavior of Leland and the fact he wants to show him some, a golf club or right. whatever. Well, at any point, they uh, need to leave because they find um, Gerald at the waterfall. Right. All comes down to this waterfall. Right. Um, they get back. Gerald says Bob is close, um, but does not say that Ben is Bob at this point. No. And Harry is really given an alternatum. Alternate, uh, alternatum. Made him? Ultimatum. Yeah, here. ultimatum. Yeah. And um I mean he is he he's Harry is looking at the evidence and saying like all signs point to this guy. And he's like, I listen, he's he's being pushed a little bit, I think, um, to make a kind of a rash decision here. But listen, all the signs are pointing to Ben as the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so he says, Listen, we're uh we're charging you for the the murder. Yeah. Um <laughs> Cooper's not like, happy about it. Cooper's not happy about it because he's like, uh, but then he's like, okay. Um, because I mean he's little Harry's literally like, listen, this is a mumbo jumbo against my right. hard evidence, man. And Cooper does back up. I think at this point he's like backs up and he says, Right, listen, I yep. maybe I'm overstepping my bounds a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, what's interesting is like, you know, Harry's from the bookhouse boys. Like Harry knows about Mumbo Jumbo. Right. But he says, like, a little later, he says, like, listen, I've seen a lot of things in the woods, right? Yeah. I know about the things in the woods. But believing about this kind of, like, devil, in, in, he's never seen somebody be inhabited by uh, a spirit before. And so far, you know, Mike isn't getting any res- any results, right? I mean, Mike is not really producing. You know, he's supposed to be this divine spirit or whatever. Mike's not leading anybody to anything, and he's not helping at all. Right. Um, and, and either I, is Cooper at this point. Like that's. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. That's why. That's why Harry is so frustrated at this point. Yeah. Because he. I mean, look. He's the sheriff of the town, and it, when it comes down to it, he's got to solve this mystery. Right. There's now right. two people at this point. Were two people dead? I can't. I mean, there were two people dead, but they hadn't found the body yet. They hadn't found, they hadn't found the body. Though. The body comes, yeah. you know, Audrey walks in to Cooper's well, room. Well, hold on. I wanted to uh, say this. So when they're driving, so go back to the Bronco, the Bronco scene. You see, the first thing you see Leland, and he's singing a song, right? He's singing that song that he always sings. Right. Then you see the Bronco, um, and Cooper is whistling a tune. He's whistling the same song that Leland is singing. Oh, is he? Yeah. It's the That's, exact same song. Uh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Anyway, go back. Now we're at Audrey and Cooper. Anyway, so Cooper's back. He's kind of, you know, back in his room um, talking to Diane. um, And Audrey shows up, um, you know, kind of spill, you know, talks about her dad and and says all I wanted, ever wanted was him to love me. Um, And she crawls on the bed and, and she says, listen, I want you to know. That I didn't let anybody touch me while I was at right, that place, right? right? Yeah. And, and Cooper's like, oh, okay, I, you know, I believe yeah. you. He gets a phone call. Again, like, there's these moments that are always interrupted. Like, yeah. interrupted, interrupted this whole time. And that's what I liked about, like, both these. They had this pace of, like, keep going, keep us going, mm-hmm. keep us keep going. Yeah. And he gets a phone call, bodies found. Runs down there. Bodies at the waterfall, which is where they found Gerald, right? So there's some things there. That's why he was down there. And it's uh, body comes up. It's Maddie. Yeah. Which we knew already. But this is yeah, this it wrapped up the same way. Everything is the same. Right. I mean, um, and then cut. Then we cut the credits. Yeah. Wait, so I want to go back to Audrey and Cooper. I, I know I'm on a deadline, but like yeah. um, Audrey and Cooper, like I think so she may have been talking a little bit more about, um, you know, not so much. Her dad, although she, I did, th- I do think she wanted Ben to to love her, but I think she's also talking about Cooper in that in that stage too. You know what I mean? Like, I that think that this is kind of like a. Sure. Anyway, so boom, cut. We've got now episode nine, right? Episode nine opens. I love the way this opens. Me too. It, it's again, it's a little different. It um, we open with um, Maddie, right? We see her in the thing, much like we saw Lara. Mm-hmm. Slow mo shot of Hancock, Cooper, and Albert. Yeah. They're walking, right? And Albert's back. Like, Albert's back. Um, it's a nice shot of them. Um, and then the trees, we come down and uh, to the O under her fingernail. We found this um, and the stuff, the fox fur, right? Yeah. So we're making connections here. Using canted angles, going back and forth. Harry and wants so to call the family and Leland. 
Yep. But Cooper says, Lemmy, listen, like, just give me 24 hours. Yeah, right. And that's what I love about this episode is, like, this is, like, the give me 24 hours to solve right. this episode, which and, I love. And Albert, you know, say what you want. Albert's acting a little bit better. Maybe Albert has, has kind of gone through his own kind of walk um, and and thought about his own actions. But Albert's, like, he goes to Cooper and says, hey, man, uh, you're, like, the only person that can do this. Yeah. Like, he's, you're the he's, only person that's going to be able to find Do what you got to do, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you gotta do, but you gotta do it because, yeah. like, if you don't do it, this is gonna keep happening. And Hawk is. And listen, they're FBI agents. They're they're in it to like stop things yeah. like this from happening. Yeah. So it's like, listen, if that's the way you gotta do it, you gotta. Now this do puts it. a lot of pressure on Cooper because Cooper, even up to this point, is still like, I don't even know what's going on. Like, I still, right. I have all this information. I don't know what to do with it, and that's why Hawk is so kind of um, important here because he comes and says, "Hey, man." You're on the path, you know, just follow it. Right. You're on the right path. Just follow it. It will lead you to where you need to go. And um, and that's what he does, man. He just starts following that path. Right. And so this episode is all about getting those clues and, and making right. sure we remember and Cooper remembers. So he meets with uh, Gerald. The doc de- desperately wants to give him the medicine to make him yeah. better. But yeah. but Cooper's like, no, I still need him. Um and uh, he talks about the golden circle and that the giant is actually real and can help him. Right. right. It's the the ring. Right. It's that because there's things there's there's a couple things. And one of those things is this ring that's always present. And that's when Cooper's like, oh, yeah, my ring. The gi- I gave it to the giant. Right. And right. then Cooper goes out. He meets the old guy. The old guy says basically that you're getting warmer. Right. Well, the, mi- the milk. Right. The milk. He's the referring milk, to the but, milk. Right. But right. but Cooper deduces that. All right. Um, we start with this fox, right? And, and so all these things uh, in the next scene, we, we start with the fox in Ben's uh, Ben's office. And so th- it's giving yep. it's giving Hank even more hard evidence against Ben. But yet it's giving Cooper kind of not seeing it and seeing like it's not right. Something's not right yeah. here. Yeah. Um, and then I gotta skip a couple pages forward. Well, yeah, then, and then, it, then we're going the, the, the clouds. The clouds yeah. come. It's the Bang Bang Club. Is it the Bang Bang Club or the Brick House? I thought it was the Bang Bang Club because it's got the that. Uh, it that says light Bang neon. Bang, but I think it's called the Roadhouse. The Roadhouse. Okay, you're right. I always call it the Bang Bang Club. But I, I, uh, I, I think it's called the Roadhouse, but You're it does right. have the, the Bang Bang sign. Yeah, yeah. It is the Roadhouse, yeah. Anyway, Roadhouse. we're in there, the stormy, uh, canted angles. we got this big crane shot coming down. And what I love about this is, like, it's shot like a murder mystery reveal. Absolutely. That's what I thought it was. I mean, it, it is, kind of. It is. Right? I mean, it is. Yeah. You're exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And it's yeah. shot that way. It's, it's, it's of conventions that we all know. Yep. Um, and I just bring all that. the important players in, right? In Clears the, room. the club. All the important players come in, and people you haven't seen for a while. Talk about how this, how it went down. Yeah, and it, it doesn't really go through all that kind of like how exactly it all went down, but we know you don't have to rehash it for us, the viewers. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and you got the freeze like, frames yeah. going on, which are nice. Boom, boom! All the yeah. players freeze frames, right? right? Well, um, who, so the players you've got, you've got Ben. In the he's eating nuts in the corner. Right, you got uh, they bring in Leland or uh, Leo with Bobby, mm-hmm. um, and you've got Ed there for some reason. I'm not sure why Ed was Ed's there. there. Don't know. Um, you know, you, they're bringing in. Uh, was Mike there? Mike wasn't there, was he? Mike was not there. I don't think. Yeah, which is odd. You would think that Mike would be there, but it, it, anyway. In any case, we have Hawk. We had Albert. Yeah. When we had yeah. Bobby's dad, and we had the old guy. Yeah. Well, the, and those guys, the they old come guy, they come in later, and they seemingly come in because the old man needed a ride. The old man knew to come. Right. So that's the whole the whole thing. The old man comes, and um, and he gives Leland some gum, and he says, "Hey, that gum you like is going to um, is going to come back in style." Right. Mm-hmm. That's what we've heard already. We we know that from the dream. The gum you like is going to come back into style, and then suddenly time stops. Yes. And go ahead. Well, and then we go to the dream. Cooper's back in the dream. And we hear exactly what Laura says, which is my father killed me. Yep. Giant appears, gives back his ring to know that this is true, right? Yep. You'll know this is true when you get this back, right? Yep. Gets the ring back. And um, surprise, though, he tells yeah. Ben Horn. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so now you're like, well, what's going on? Like, 
because they're charging Ben Horn. Now, this is obviously to kind of give Leland or Bob the belief that he's, you know, hey, man, like, no big deal. Right. You know, he kind of got off. Along. He's got to Got to play along. If, if they would have said, okay, get Bob now, like, he could have ran away. He, yeah. again, this is like, this is the Cooper thinking two steps ahead as well. I need to get him back in the station so I mm-hmm. can put him in a holding cell, basically. Exactly. Can't yep. do it here. So how do I do that? I charge Ben and have Leland come as his attorney. Right. So what do they do? They bring him back into the uh, sheriff's uh, station. There's a little bit of a deception where they're like, hey, Leland, you waiting here? Or Yeah, and, and, and Harry whispered. I mean, I mean, uh, Cooper whispers to Harry yeah. that this, this, this is going to go down. He's like, give me a second. A little bit of deception there, and boom, throws him in the, the cell. And as soon yeah. as he goes in the cell, we that, that's when we know. Yeah, Bob's not happy about it. You know, uh, Bob comes really to the forefront at this point. And um, you have this, uh, you know, they need a confession. So, you know, and Cooper, I got to say from uh, looking at this from a law enforcement point of view, Cooper is doing everything you need to do to get this confession from him. Like they already they need the confession. I did it and I know what I did was wrong. And Cooper's leading him down the path. Hey, you know, telling him this and telling him that he's given the questions he's giving. He's giving all the information to Bob so that Bob can then go ahead and make that confession. Um, and it works, right? I mean, I don't think you even had to do it. Bob is happy to tell. Yeah. Anybody Bob's who was there to, to listen. Yeah. That he Bob did. Is, Bob's not afraid to tell. He also tells um, Cooper that he knows about Pittsburgh. Right. And Which I, we don't know about Pittsburgh. I don't know but, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, so that's Bob really. Does. Yeah. That's I'm. I'm really hoping we get more into Pittsburgh. I think I think season three gets into Pittsburgh, but I'm not sure. But I'm really hoping we get into Pittsburgh because I'm curious about what happened in Pittsburgh. Well, the big thing is, he says, listen, I'm in control right now. Leland is like such a pushover anyway. Um, yeah. And I'm going to leave this Leland guy and I'm going to pull the ripcord and basically being like, and he's going to remember everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which is like yeah. a horrible thing to think about. Um so they, they don't want that to happen at all. Right. So um, the thing that really triggers this, of course, as we kind of alluded to before, you know, um, the sprinkler system lit or went off because you've got, you know, um, Dick who lights up a cigarette. Right. And now, this water. Go ahead. It, it triggers um, him to kind of go crazy. And he's he's eventually slamming on the door. Yeah. To kill. So the problem is, if he kills himself at this point, they got nothing. Uh, they got nothing, basically. Yeah. Cooper. And, so Cooper and the sheriff are desperately trying to open that door to it's prevent. It's a great scene. That it's a from great happening. scene. Yeah. You got the water coming down. They're struggling to get it open. The keys. Uh, yeah. yeah. He drops the keys. Ha- Harry's tense. on his knees. He's trying to get the ki- the the door open. Very you know, tense. Cooper's like trying to get it. I mean, it was great. It was a really nice w- the way that they built this up. And the water. I guess there's lots of different metaphors you can use for this rain. You know, coming down, uh, either washing away or right. just giving this heightened uh, intensity. Um, and and what we find is that Leland met Bob as a boy. Right. And uh, just like know, he said he did. I mean, that, yeah. that was true. Wanted to have some fun. You know, Bob wanted to have some fun. And, um, you know, and he doesn't. And, and Leland says that he doesn't remember when Bob visits. He does not remember what happened. He has no memory of what happened when Bob is in there. And the, the fact is that Leland was weak and invited him in. But Laura was too strong. They were trying yeah. to get Laura to, I guess, maybe inhabit Laura, right? They I think Bob, to, yeah, Bob was at least. But she was but, too strong, and mm-hmm. that's why she needed to actually kill herself. Or they they instructed um, Leland or whoever, the, you know, to kill her mm-hmm. because she just wouldn't let them in. Yeah, they needed a they needed another body. They wanted right. to have another body. Right. Um. And so what I thought was interesting, you know, Cooper's there and he leads Leland to the light. Yeah. Right. He kind of goes through this like this this uh, end of life kind of um, situation. And Cooper's there to guide. I got a a feeling it wasn't his first rodeo, Cooper, uh, you know, know, leading somebody like this. I mean, he knew exactly what to do. Um, And what I thought was interesting, too, is at least for me, I think. When he says Laura, the last time he says Laura, like he sees Laura, right? And he says, Laura, that voice reminded me of the very first time when we were getting sucked out of the wall 
um, into him when we kind of first know that he's he's like in the mm-hmm. forget what episode it was. Was it the last season or maybe the first? No, it was, it was the second season. Second when, season. So yeah, it was just a couple episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's I it's we hear that voice, Laura, Laura Leland, Leland. It yeah. was the same voice. So we were going back to that, which I thought was awesome. Um. Yeah, and so he and he he passes. He dies. Yes. So Leland's out of the picture now. Leland's out of the picture. The other person who's out of the picture, uh, from Leland at least, is Bob. Right. So we see Harry, right. um, and Albert and. And Bob's dad and Cooper and Hawk there. No, I guess Hawk wasn't there. But they were at the end there, and they're kind of like on this path mm-hmm. um, outside the, I guess, station, and they're trying to decompose, put you know, decompress. Um, and Harry still is, having was, a hard time to believe. The, I was surprised that the major is the major or colonel. I can't remember. Bobby's dad. Yeah, Bob's dad. He's at. I was surprised that he was out there. Um, you know, but I, he's the guy. Like he's the he's the black and white. He's like the science yeah, guy, right. and yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe not black and white, but he's definitely like, he's definitely he listened, the guy he, who's like the science yeah, understands. I guess, but he listened to the log lady. Log lady told him about the. But, but he's he's open to that kind of stuff. Okay. I think. I, I mean, I shouldn't it. say like like Albert is black and white science, right? Yeah. yeah. Bobby's dad is is the non emotional side to kind of Harry or to Cooper's kind of like the I need to let like you know tibetan method like i've done all that i love how he like lists all the like the things that he's tried yeah yeah you know tibetan method <laughs> yeah like it's good method you know like he's done he's done all this stuff but like he's done it all yeah yeah i mean he's that's and he has to end up with magic and i i feel like that's where they they've they've come to trying to get a, their heads around this yeah and, and i think magic and the spirit world may be a little bit interchangeable in this kind of Right. Yeah. You know, but but they're trying to figure out what happens. Harry is still freaked out about the whole thing. Yeah. He doesn't. I mean, he just can't wrap his head around it quite yeah. yet. Um, um, Cooper is now, you know, and I guess we've got 10 episodes or so because Cooper wants to stop it. Like That's his mission now is to stop this. this, this well, he's got Bob. to now because Bob is now free. They don't know yeah. where he is. Right. And uh, I thought I thought Al- Albert said something that was interesting. Like Albert's like maybe Bob is just the evil that men do. Like right. that's what Bob is. Um, I think Cooper sees Bob as a entity. Where I think right. Ca- Albert's thinking of like, hey man, this is an idea. Right. Bob is an idea of like what do we call like when when you can't explain why somebody did a horrible thing. That's the idea of Bob. Right. Right. Exactly. I think Cooper is more like no. Bob is a person. Right. Or, or, or a, well, Inhabiting a, a demon, demon, a spirit. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So now we have to ask ourselves, where, but where is Bob? And we, we kind of see, we go through, I mean, we have a point of view of Bob, is which mm-hmm. I believe is the, the ending. Too, is yeah. Bob's point of view. And he, there's a crashed car there. Did you see that? There like, seems to be a crashed car. Oh, there's, I didn't see the crashed car. It's the first thing we see is like a crashed car. And then we zoom through and then we come to a big owl that's coming down. An owl. Yeah. That's the last thing that we see is an owl. So I don't know if that owl is if he isn't going to the owls because the owls are the spirits or the bad spirits or good spirits. Uh, that's where Bob is when he's not inhabiting somebody yeah, or maybe the owl is trying to stop Bob or that's I what don't I don't know. understand. I don't understand. Like the owls are obviously not what they seem, but like, what are the owls? Right. Right. That's what we don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a, th- I have a couple theories I haven't even... T- that's great, because I haven't tried to do any theories. I've just been like... Well, these two theories that came up. So, first of all, the time travel thing and grandson Harold. Like, that's that's what I'm thinking, like, right? Oh, I love that. Yeah, I do Vivian, love that. definitely the travel critic. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, now I'm thinking about, like... And there's a couple other things. Like, okay, now, we're going to see how Ben is trying to get back the bill in the estates. Okay, we'll see that. Uh, we still need to think about Josie... And the fake million, five million dollars, mm-hmm. right? So that's they're gonna find out about that. Um, I thought Andy and Dick were bro- brothers, and they could be twins. That obviously isn't gonna happen. Um, I think Donna might be in danger here because Donna mm. was left. Like the last point we see Donna was where yeah. Bob was trying to get her, and now I don't think Bob is one to be like, well, that's the one that got away, right? Yeah, them, them the breaks, yeah. So I think Donna could be in trouble, and I think if if Her- if Bob is going to go somewhere, he needs to go somewhere who's to somebody who is not strong or at least 
able to in a place that is going to let him in. I thought of James. James right now is in a place where he thinks yeah, everything is terrible. Too. And I thought, what if Bob goes to James? Right. Yeah. Um, he she I think Bob. There's nothing that says that Bob couldn't inhabit Donna. Donna is in a bad place too. Well, he was, yeah, they were trying to. I say they because at, at one point Mike and him were partners, and right. then Mike cut off his arm because he saw the face the face of God. But right. um, Bob, they they were trying to get into Donna, or I'm not Donna, but Laura, Laura right? right? So it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be a so dude. I think those two people, and, and perhaps Leo, are at are I, at vulnerable see, places. Leo that, is my number one. Mm-mm. Those are th- the three places. I, I I think it's gonna be James. I that's fine with but, me because I don't like James. We'll, I'll I know see. you don't like James. Um, but Leo, it makes a lot of sense for Leo too. I that's I mean I, that's what I'm thinking. Like Leo is just a shell right now, and uh, whether Bob can use that or not, I don't know. But it just seems like it'd be interesting to have. And then I mean, you would think it would be Leo, right? Leo, right. when inhab- inhabited by Bob, is back to normal, right, and goes and just does all this bad stuff. And then, you know, when everybody tries to find him, he's, you know, he's still like this brain dead dude. So vegetable. Vegetable. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I, we'll see where it goes. I I think we'll. I don't know. Yeah, well, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, that's to continue watching, which again, I'm lucky because I, I it didn't. Um, I'm able to watch it right through uh, Hulu now. Switched uh, switched on me. It's no longer uh, Netflix. It's Hulu. Right. I'd have bought it from Amazon. Well, it's worth it. I think it's worth it too, man. I would buy if I look. I if I didn't have Hulu, I'd definitely buy it. All right, well, that's the Shotcast for this week. I'm Brady. I'm Brian. Hold fast.